What's up, everybody? It's Terry. And it's Kenny. And welcome back to All of Me. All of Me. We're on episode... Three. Three. <laughs> Y'all, we are... We, we getting it, okay? We I mean, we back we like we never left. So you guys are getting like two episodes. And just so you know, I made sure that we stayed up late to get this Y'all, and I have to be up like 7 a.m. That's on him. But <laughs> I just want y'all to know, listen, I, we we were dedicated to getting this, this content out. Um, I said it before, and I'm saying it again. If you want to do podcasting, yeah. invest. Don't do like us and try to beat around the bush and, you know, get the less afford you know the 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 more the affordable the cheap don't do that because we've no. been through our fair share of mics i'm not gonna go on a full rant but i'm just throwing this out there yeah invest because i've already given her invest. disclaimer that uh you guys are gonna hear this rant or you've already heard this rant on episode two so i told her we're not gonna make the and microphone rant it again we're not gonna make the microphone rant the intro to all of me it's not gonna be the intro because that but it's is- a free nugget that mic is not all of you and i want you to be great because this is all of me and all of me wants everyone to be great at what they do we want you to be great we want you to be great and we want you to go with god amen amen and also if you hear a little a little voice a little 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 human a little still voice a little small voice it's not the voice of god it's the voice of our son zakai he is up and he is saying mama i don't know if you heard that but it was so cute but yeah so um Speaking of voice, tired of this church. <laughs> speaking of voice, tonight we are talking about, or today, whenever you're listening to this, we are. We talking can never get about, that part right because we always want them to be listening to it. But we can't okay. predict. You know, we can't predict the weather, but we can't predict um, when you're listening. When people are listening, right? So but we just know. we want we like we so. want you to be listening while we're recording. But the problem is, is that this ain't live. It but ain't like, one day it will be, you know. One day it will be. One day we gonna turn this camera on. We will. And maybe we can do like a, a Q and A session. That would be that would be cool. That would be cool. So. But like I was saying, mentioning voice tonight, we are talking about finding your voice. Yeah, man. So uh, just real quick, give you guys a little bit of backdrop on how this episode was inspired. Um, a lot of you don't know that yeah we were having mic issues but a large part of why we were out for so long you guys didn't get an episode especially in February because I was recovering uh, from surgery so uh, I started going to the doctors because my hearing was getting uh, it was getting pretty dull so I went in to try to figure out like hey man what's up with my ears I need hearing aids or whatever the case may be thank God for a good doctor and they did a thorough examination and found uh, several other issues that were going on, right? That were not necessarily not necessarily noticeable to me or to the naked eye, of course. Um, so after they did like a bunch of tests and stuff, you know, they realized I had some serious sinus issues going on, uh, dealing with some polyps, fluid behind, fluid behind the ears, and I didn't realize that a large part of those issues stemmed because I had really big tonsils that needed to be taken out. Now, that wasn't the first time I've had that conversation about removing my tonsils. They've been wanting to take them out since I was a kid. But for one reason or another, we would never go through with the process. And so, uh, while sitting in the doctor's office, right? Um, And again, not to my own choice, because I was a kid, you know? Somebody else should have made that call for me. But they let me be grown in that one. 
But uh, needless to say, uh, didn't I realize that, you know, procrastinating to take my tonsils out caused a lot of issues in my adulthood, you know, as far as my chronic sinus issues. Um, but after the doctor kind of shared with me, you know, you know, the need to remove them, uh, you know, she asked me, you know, what I did. She asked if I sung or if I spoke. And so uh, I did share with her, you know, I do preach and sing. And so she started talking to me about the pain of the process. And she started talking to me about what the recovery will look like. And she shared with me, she said, you know, the older you get, the more painful the operation is. And to add insult to injury, not only is the operation more painful, but the recovery time is more extensive because of how long you've waited to deal with the issue. And although you could not see the issue, it doesn't mean that it was not there. The bad part about my issue is that I had lived with it for so long that it was normal for me, not realizing that it's affecting other parts of me. This is what happens when you procrastinate and you learn to live with an issue. You learn to live Can with we it. just pause right there? Ooh. That's a good one. Yeah. And so she told me, she said, she said, you know, she said, I'll be very transparent. She said, your pain levels are going to be high. She said, your recovery process is going to be a bit extensive. She said, but here will be the benefits of what will happen after we remove your tonsils. She said, you're going to have to get reacquainted and readjusted with your voice because we're taking something that is enlarged out. So your voice is going to feel different. She said, but the benefit being a singer and being a preacher is that the acoustics in your voice would then change which means that how you're able to project your voice will be that of much more ease. Check this out, because we dealt with the source of an issue. And so it really, I mean, while she's talking to me, and if anybody's listening to this has a preacher's brain, you know, I'm hearing God in all of this, you know. So I go and I do the operation, and just as she's told me, my wife can tell you the pain was extensive it cost me waking up in the middle of the night and here's the thing although there was medicine to aid there was really no remedy to cope with the process right I just had to let it heal (laughs) I'm hoping this is helping somebody tonight there was no amount of medicine it would numb the pain for a moment but surely after the pain would be subdued in the middle of the night while I was sleeping, that pain would show up and remind me that you're still in the process of recovery. That's I, that's the same just like with a woman having a baby. Like for anyone who has had a C-section, right? Um, I've had two. And the first time... Working on number three? I've had two. <laughs> and uh, the first time that that I did it, and I don't know if you remember that night, um, we had, we went in to have, to have Zion, and it just so happened, it turned into having an emergency C-section, went in plan, it was supposed to be unmedicated the whole yeah. way, all natural. Um, boy, but, did we have a plan. Yeah, boy, <laughs> did we have a plan. Um, and we started, you know, we, we, we were told that my fluid was low, and um, I started having complications and just 
and just the laboring process of it. And so the doctor came in, and I labored for some time, and the doctor came in. He made a call. He was like, you know, we got to go the safe route, and we're going to have to do an emergency C-section. So fast forward to that. um, The nurse says, we've given you pain. We've given you pain medicine, um, but in the middle of the night, you may feel pain. Mm -hmm. You know, buzz us and let us know so that we can come in and we can we can remedy it for mm-hmm. you. And so I will never forget, they gave me so much medicine the first time that I had fallen asleep. Mm-hmm. And I remember waking up, it had to be about two in the morning. I woke up and I was just, I was like, oh my God, it hurts, it hurts. And I'm screaming for Terry to come and it just, that process, you right. know? That pro- it's amazing how we can try to numb it, but the pain of the process or the pain of that moment right. has a way of letting you know, hey, I'm still here. Hey. And although you can imagine what the other side of it looks like, you still have to sit through the pain of rediscovering what your life will look like after this moment. Right. You have to question that what I go through, is it worth what I'm holding right now? And that's funny you say that because even while being home and recovering and holding my child, I was like, do I, do I really do this again? And lo and behold, I had to do it again. <laughs> <You did> it <laughs> again. <laughs> I had to do it again. And so it, it, is, it is amazing that in that process of, of finding your voice or living beyond the pain, because we can almost title this two different moments, right. two different things. Once you get past this moment, the scripture talks about how when a woman uh, gives birth, right? Mm-hmm. Although the pain is great, the Bible says that when she holds the child, how just for a moment she remembers the pain no more. I can I can remember for, for both of our boys. I mean, you're on the operating table, just open, <laughs> and the only thing that you can think about in that moment is, where's the thing I gave birth to? Right. Where is the reason I am here? Right. Because <laughs> I'm only here because there's a purpose. Right. I'm here to discover. I I don't. It doesn't matter that I'm in pain. It doesn't matter that they're stitching me back together, but I realized that I came here for a purpose. Where is my purpose? And so when you start to realize that God is going to put each and every one of us through a myriad of tests, uh, through certain levels of pain, it is for you to discover the why behind the pain, right? I understand we start talking about the realm of the voice. uh, uh, You start dealing with especially in, in the area that I'm called to, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm a prophet, so uh, everything about the prophetic is voice activated, right? Mm-hmm. So when you hear stuff like the issue that you're dealing with is not only causing how you hear to be distorted, but it is almost like a restricting on your voice, mm-hmm. which means that the areas that you've been called to impact you cannot impact them at the volume that you've been called to impact them because you refuse to deal with the issue. You see, as long as as long as my hearing was good, I would have had a reason to go and discover what was really going on. Right. But it is amazing how God will cause a hiccup in one area of your life 
so that you can discover the other areas that you've left unattended for so many years. Apostle Josh, Joshua P. Smith says this all the time. He says, the wound may not be your fault, but the healing is your responsibility, which means that it wasn't my fault that my mama didn't see fit to take my tonsils out <laughs> at eight. Mama, if you're listening to this, this is a shade and a slight jab. It wasn't her, that, that wasn't my response. I couldn't make that call at that age, right? Right. However, as an adult, I now have to make a decision. Do I continue to live with the dysfunction and discomfort? Or do I engage in the process and do I commit to the pain of the process so that I can not only be healed, but behold and don't have to revisit this same thing over and over again? Because the backstory is this, is that this wasn't my first set of tubes. I'd had tubes three other times prior to this one. But what I learned was that had they taken out the tonsils when they put the tubes in the first time, I probably would have had to have, to have three other sets of tubes. <laughs> but you can even ride off of learning to, to live with dysfunction. Right. Learning to live with, with something that is completely tearing your body, your health. Right. It is completely tearing your body apart. Even for myself, I recently had to go to the eye doctor because I had been dealing with really bad migraines. Mm. migraines. And it was every day, yeah. every day, every day. And so I went to the doctor and I find out that, you know, my vision is good, but I can use some assistance in helping me with what I'm dealing with. Right. And so I wear glasses now. And I you noticed know. you haven't said you had a migraine in a couple of days. Right. So it, it is amazing. And sometimes we want to, to match because we don't realize this. Y'all, this is going to be a good one. You don't realize how although you're living with your dysfunction, you don't realize how uncomfortable, how your dysfunction makes those around you uncomfortable. Right, because had he not gone and did the surgery, the man of God would have been sleeping outside. He would have been sleeping outside. Yeah. In the dead of winter. Okay? <laughs> because, so, you know, because I was dealing with a lot of chronic sinus issues, right? I was dealing with horrible snoring. I had sleep apnea. Um, not to mention, so my wife likes to listen to the TV on Whisper. I mean, she likes the TV on Whisper. No, I think it's just a man thing where the TV <laughs> has to be on 80, 90, 100. Saints of Faith. Like, for Saints what? Saints of Faith. I have for sound what? bars. Why, why, do, why, why do you have to put the TV up that loud? If you're the only person in the room. Watching um, my, whatever my, it my is check, that one, you're two. watching. No, you don't need to my, check your mic check, right now. One, but two, we're one, gonna two. deal with this, okay? Before we go any further, why? Uh, this commercial break has been why? brought to you in part by Woman why on the Ramp. Why does the TV have to be that loud? And I know otherwise will back me up in this, okay? You know, thankfully I'm controlling this soundboard. The woman of God is about to get muted because she just came for me, and I don't remember. You know, putting... I came for every man. In the world. Well, this is what I want you to do, brothers. I want you to send your sanctified clapback on the anchor voicemail option that you guys have in the app. But anyway, sorry for that 
brief commercial rant my wife just gave you guys. But because of that, you know, I would have to listen to everything extremely loud. When we were having conversations, she would always have to repeat herself. I did not realize, check this out, that my dysfunction was actually causing certain people to be offended. Because people would speak to me. I would keep walking because I could not we hear them. We were in the store. And a lady was telling Terry. She was complimenting us. She was like, your baby is so adorable. And, hear nothing and that woman she say. said it like three times. And I looked and I realized she was talking to us. And I said, oh, thank you. And I'm looking at Terry like, bruh, you, you don't hear people talking to you? And he was like, no. And so when I told him what the lady said, out of the kindness of his heart, he went. Uh, he approached her and he told her thank you and he explained you know he couldn't hear what she was saying yeah but yeah and Dude, so just walking on people like. yeah just walking on people so then it realized that when you real when you are called to people check this out now and put this in your notes I'm not preaching but it's gonna be a preach moment if you're taking notes it's a podcast you're probably not taking notes but if we were in church I would tell you if you're taking notes you don't have the you don't have when you've been called to people mm-hmm. you don't have the right to be settled in your dysfunction talk about it Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo. yeah lord i said you don't have the right to be settled in your dysfunction because your dysfunction becomes a stumbling block for somebody else's progress i'm gonna learn to hoop and do all this stuff um because i too am called to minister but i don't i don't do all of that but i'm 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 you know i'm gonna learn to do it i'm I'm gonna do it get get the people on the podcast and no go ahead i don't have one right now you don't no because you was practicing earlier woman i was i be trying i be trying if if, y'all the day my wife gets up in church and hoops i'm going to laugh so hard because she is not a hooper (laughs) neither am i i don't even hope when i preach but i i do sing but anyway so yeah i realized that because i'm called to people I don't have a right to not deal with the thing that is hindering me from functioning at my maximum potential. It is the call of every leader. You have to deal with the parts of you uh, that that causes those around you to stumble and fall or be an offense. And so, uh, so beyond that, after uh, after some time, uh, went ahead, got the surgery done. Um, but then here was the catch twenty two, right? So after not only dealing with the pain of my voice being restored. I'm also having to deal because now I'm hearing on a level that I did not have the ability to hear before. Yeah, now he hear everything. But even though the problem was fixed, I still had to adapt and readjust to how I heard. That makes sense. Because check this out. i have been living with dull hearing so long that hearing at maximum capacity became uncomfortable. It's amazing how God can heal you, yet it takes you a while to come out of that dysfunction to function and be grateful for it. Because I went from complaining about not being able to hear to fussing about everything being too loud instead of being grateful for the fact that you actually have the ability to hear now. And might I add, who's grateful for having a TV on Whisper Now? Yeah, now if it's past 10, I'm like, uh, bring that down a notch. But uh, I, I said all that to say this, and, and I told my wife we're going to keep this podcast to 20 minutes. And so we got 
20 seconds. Um, I'm going to say this, endure the process because your process will be the key to somebody else's deliverance, right? The process of healing, the process of discovery is always bigger than you. God would never put a broken version of you to a people that are already broken, that need to be made whole. And I'm not saying that you're going to have it all together. But what I'm saying is that if you're going to do this thing called life and ministry, life life, and marriage, just life, life, period, life, period, life, parenting, don't give any relationship the broken version of you. Don't give you the broken broken version version of you. Don't learn to live with dysfunction and disorder and pain. Living with pain is never... It was never how God created us to be. Mm-mm. You know, yeah, we, we're going to have painful moments in life. But this this even goes back to what we were talking about before. Mm-hmm. Um, and going through a transition. Mm-hmm. You know, when you when you are healing, that's a transition. Yeah. And healing, you know, it, it's not peaches and cream. Right. Especially coming from someone who was healing from... Um, depression right. you know when you are walking through that like you you're getting to the root of things right and walking through that healing process it has some ugly moments oh, but when buddy. you learn to not manage the pain but you actually deal with it right. you deal with those those deep-rooted issues just like how Terry said had had he dealt with um, Dealing, had he dealt with doing his tonsils at an early age, here now as an adult, mm-hmm. it wouldn't have been as extensive as it right. was, you know? And it goes back to what we shared in the last episode. People will make you feel comfortable. With how or, you or are. Or people will protect you from the pain. Not realize mm-hmm. that the pain's going to catch up with you. One more, and that's why there is a one day. There is a one day. It's going to I don't know why we're segueing into this, but that's the danger of family secrets. People are trying to protect you from something that is going to catch up with you, whether you deal with it now or you deal with it later. It's going to catch up with you. There is a thing called one day. Yeah, that that that, that, there's going to come a moment in your life. Where God allows life to call you to the carpet and say, okay, now let's deal with this. And so how many of us go through our lives, our relationships, our business endeavors with undoneness? Like, like, let's really think about it. You know what I'm saying? You're preaching undone. You're parenting undone. undone. You're getting married undone. And the bad part about all of those is that people without their knowledge and without their agreement are being attached to and brought in covenant with your, your undoneness. Your... And now you're committing them to a process that they didn't agree to because right. you failed to do your work before entering into said endeavor. Right. So deal allow the Holy Spirit. I shared this with I shared this with somebody last week. I'm at a place now in my life, knocking on 29, where I'm experiencing some of the greatest moments of deliverance and freedom. And it's not because of a bucket. It's, you know, nobody's snatching my head, yelling, come out. But real true story. There are moments throughout my day. There are moments throughout the week. But the Holy Spirit will bring up something that's going to sound crazy that is wrong with me. And in that moment, 
<laughs> I do it all the time. Right. My, no, my, <laughs> my wife will do it. But no, like he's been bringing up like, okay, so, and it's not all the time because when Holy Spirit starts to do it, it's almost like a surge. You know what I'm saying? It takes right. some time to recover from that. Right. But there have been moments where he's been like, okay, this week we need to focus on this. This is going to be a hindrance to that. And what I noticed, the freedom doesn't come from me going and coughing up in the bathroom. It's me agreeing with God about what he sees in me. And that's funny you should say that because for me, it's through parenting. Mm -hmm. I see things within me that God is showing me, hey, we need to see that. See that right there? See that that we need to deal with that. Let's deal with this. And, um, and just, I'm going to throw this in here. Having a child that has a special need, it will cause you to deal with things inside of you that yeah. you've not dealt with or things that you have experienced yeah. through your childhood from your parents. And there have been moments in the day where, you know, um, Zion may do something and it can cause you to, um, because he has a speech delay, you know, it's like you want him to say something or you, you're you waiting for him to say something because you're having a conversation um, with him. And it's like, okay, just say it. Like, tell me what you want. Tell me what you want. Right. And there have been moments where God is like, hey, I need you to be more patient in this. Right. I, I, I need you to slow down with this. I don't need you to do it. Because the fact of the matter is that you don't say the right stuff all the time either. Right. Right. So you know, as much as you I don't always on, do what I tell you to do when I ask you, you have those moments where God deals with, check this out, where he deals with the hypocrisy in you. Exactly. And sometimes, you know, we like to say a hypocrite is somebody who plays church. That's not a hypocrite. That's not a hypocrite. No, a hypocrite is whenever you demand something out of somebody else that you're not willing to give yourself. And listen, your girl has been like God just been like, hey, Kenny, hey, hey. Right. Let's let's deal with this. Right. Let's deal with this. And so I find myself and this is even helping me with, with ministry mm-hmm. and how you were saying finding your voice. Because it's causing me to understand how years of me allowing what people thought about my voice to cause me to be quiet. And I'm now looking at my child and I'm like, your voice is important. And so this is why, this is why mommy and daddy is is helping you. And Mm -hmm. this is why we're getting, you know, the assistance in helping you to find your voice because it is important that you know your voice and you know the sound of your voice. And check this out, we even will value the process and the timing that it takes for him to come into the fullness of his voice. Because I was even going to say that too, but I was going to give it in a way of when we first saw him get comfortable with hearing his own voice. Mm -hmm. Like that day that he said something and he realized the sound that came out of him, it was like, yeah, that's you. That's your voice. Right. And so, you know, you got to realize that not everybody's process will look alike. You right. Know? And we can really see that having two kids. You know, we're seeing, you know, comparing apples to oranges almost because we're seeing Kai do certain things that Zion did not do at his age right. and vice versa. Right. And so you're starting to realize that there is, in this walk called life, there is no cookie cutter way. 
Right. You know what I'm saying? There is no push start. There's no program. There's no manual. Mm-hmm. You have to appreciate everybody's process. Right. Because the same grace that you would want in said process, mm-hmm. you have to make sure that you have the capacity to give that same grace that you need. Mm-hmm. You don't have the right to ask for something you're not willing to give. Listen, and even in that grace area, I said something the other day, um, and it really, it it challenged me to look at me um, I'm not going to go into detail of how it all came up, but I was having a conversation with someone about a particular artist and I was like, no, I'm not a fan. And mm-hmm. you know, the look of it was like, you want to explain why? Right. And in that moment, it caused me to check myself to mm-hmm. see why I said what I said. Right. And I was like, I didn't mean it like that, right. but and I was like, way. it came <laughs> off that way. Right. And I remember just God really just dealing with me with that. And I was like, God, I didn't mean it like that. Like, I really didn't mean it like that. And so um, I came to this revelation of where I was saying, I never want to be the person who is constantly reminding someone of their past or of their present, the right. struggle that they deal with right. and forget that I, you know, me, myself. Because the only difference between certain people from one to another is that certain people have the task of having a public process Mm -hmm. while you get the privilege of having a private process. And even if your process may be private, it can still... still, All it takes is one light switch to come on. Listen. if, If God ever shined the light on some of our stuff... If he ever decided to flick the switch... Some of but what I'm learning is that sometimes church has taught us that you're good as long as we don't see it. Yeah. You're good as long as we don't know it. But yeah. then the minute we find out about it, you're no longer anointed. And the fact of the matter was that you were just anointed dirty as you were clean. And see, we don't want to have that conversation because the gift and the call of God, they do come without repentance. And sometimes the reason why he put his hand on you is because you were dealing with the same thing Paul was dealing with. You don't realize that although you see me fighting it, it's the same the same fight that you're witnessing me in mm-hmm. is the same fight that's keeping me before God. Right. right. The same the same dysfunction that you see me trying to press my way through mm-hmm. is the very thing that's keeping me on my face. Be careful not to misjudge my thorn. Right. Because what you don't know is that I'm asking God to take it and God is telling me no. You see, we don't know what conversations people are having with God in private. Listen. Because I'm sure there were some people who saw Paul storm and they said, oh, well, he wants to be like that. Oh, well, he wants to have this situation. When you don't know is that although I'm preaching, I'm working miracles, I'm shaking off snakes, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I'm writing revelations. But deep down inside, whatever this dysfunction or the thing that's plaguing me, I am begging God daily. Take it away. And his response is, nah, I got grace for that. (laughs) Not the answer that I'm looking You're for. You're delivering everyone else, but you can't deliver. But you can't. And so, you know. And should and I say the, bringing other people to deliverance? Right. You're, you're leading you other can't. people to deliverance, but sometimes you're looking like, you know. Why can't I do this for me? Right. Why can't I? And so it it, it is taught. It is taught me. It is teaching us. And hopefully it's teaching you that's listening to this episode. Don't ever judge a person's process of discovery. Right. Don't ever judge a person's process because you don't know what their preparation is looking like. Right. We don't know the struggles that people 
people have to make or the fight that people go through to do a podcast or to get up and minister on Sundays or to show up to work every week or to wake up and be a parent or to wake up and be a spouse. You don't know because some people have the option to run. Some people have the option to quit, but they've chosen to take all of that stuff and commit it to God in prayer and say, you know what? I'm willing to stick through it till I see the other side of it. And as I always say in almost every episode, until I see what God said. And that has been my number one thought when it comes to parenting my kids. I'm going to stick this out until I see, see what the God, manifestation of what I want God to see what said. God, and we're seeing it. And we're seeing it. We're seeing it every day. We're and if seeing- I could just share this little, this little moment. And the other day we were... I was sitting on the floor, I was playing with the boys, and Zion walked over to me, and he said, I love you. Uh-huh. And I looked at him, and I was like, and that wasn't the first time that he said it. Mm-hmm. And y'all, I can relate to, I shared a video on my Facebook of, uh, Dem- Dom- Dom- uh, I can't even get her name out, Domo. Um, she's on YouTube, okay. and she has a son that has, um, he has autism. Mm-hmm. Uh, or he's autistic and he's four now and he said I love you and she teared up and I remember watching it like God I remember that I know what that feels like and even when the moment happened again I was just like man like dude you you become proud yeah you know what I'll say this man I'm committed to not am I committed but I am proud of how he's been committed Mm -hmm. to his own process yeah and somebody's like, well, he's only two. But kids have an option to quit, too. Yeah. You know what they I'm saying? They can decide that I'm not doing this today. Yeah, right. and, you know, he has his moments. And, and he's had he... his moment where he has been like, you know what? I'm done. He would jump out of his booth seat and be like, I'm going to do something else. Okay. And we're like, Zion, come back. And he's like, I'm, I'm, I'm done. Right. <laughs> and so just do me a favor. After listening to this podcast, if you know somebody, because we all do, that's in a process encourage them to do what our bishop says to us keep Keep going going. keep going keep going keep going through the discovery process i like to say is that there is a there there's after this there there is a there yeah there is a there there is a destination keep going whatever you do don't quit keep going go through the process Mm -hmm. go through the healing Mm -hmm. be committed to it be honest about it be honest and says that this process hurts like hell. Yeah. Because healing, I don't know who painted a picture and said, you know, it's flowers and it's <laughs> butterflies and it's, no, it, and it's, this is not to scare anyone, but right. this is just to let you know that, hey, it may not look like what I expected it to look like. It right. may not feel like what I expected it to feel like, but it's doing something on the inside of me and I can feel it and I can see it and I know it. I recognize the person that I'm looking at in the mirror. Oh yeah. I'm seeing, I'm seeing God's creation. I'm seeing God's creation. And we're going to close out with this and the words of my pastor, weeping may, but joy, joy will. Well, we love you guys, man. Until next time, tune in. Don't forget, follow us on all of our social media platforms. You can find me at Terry Omar on Facebook and IG. You can find me on Facebook at Kenny Batiste. And you can find me on IG and TikTok. Your girl is on TikTok. So y'all follow me on TikTok. I still haven't got the hang of TikTok. 
he old school. Uh, but I am on IG and I am on TikTok at Kenny Danielle, and my baby is crawling to me because he's ready to he's ready to go to sleep, but he's trying to hang in there. But yeah, you guys can find me at Kenny Danielle um, on those social media platforms, Man. and I kind of want to go out with like. Hold on, we got oh. some more, we got some more handles. Oh to my, bad, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. She, she ready to sing? Y'all don't forget also run over to Facebook. Yes. And don't forget to like the All of Me Facebook page. Make sure you click that like button. And do me a favor. If you're on Odyssey. And don't forget to share this podcast. Share you it. You can share it. Share it. Y'all, we're on Spotify. We're on the Odyssey app. We're on Apple Podcasts. So do me a favor. Share it with somebody. If you're listening through the Odyssey app, there's this dope voice message uh, feature on there. Look Make sure that you guys can leave us a message. Also on Facebook and even on the Odyssey app. Make sure you guys leave us some topics that you'd like to hear us discuss uh, as we're creating this content. We want to make sure that we're catering to those who have taken the time out to listen to our podcast on a weekly basis. So we promise you the hiatus is over. It is over. We're back full throttle. So be on the lookout for new episodes coming real soon. We love you guys. This is all of me. This is all of me. Really? <laughs> I was about to talk Biz Marquis in the situation. All right, y'all. We love you. Peace out. Mm.